welcome to another episode of What's Going On Here, folks. My name is Tomo Lubrick. To my side is young Mr. Sean Quigley. Sean? I'm not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> For what? I, I, the podcast. I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I like CV learned to, to your to my side. It's like you learned from the last time we did it where you said to my left, to my right. I said to your right, and then yeah. I said, "Well, it's a I circle." Could also, be to your left. Yeah, it's a circular table. It's a circular table. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and we happen to go on another tangent. Thank you, geometry jokes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, today's episode we have a special episode. For those of you that pay attention, last week we had the Alien Covenant episode where we changed the format where we watched the whole bloody movie and then talked about it because it'd be stupid to pay $20 and see the middle of a movie and walk out. Yeah, that would be a bit silly. I'd like to do, it'd be interesting to do. But it would be, but would they even let us in like an hour into the movie to watch maybe, 20 minutes? Maybe, maybe what we should do is go and watch a movie legitimately okay. to watch it and then... After the movie's finished, just sneak into another screen and watch 20 minutes of whatever's going on. Okay. And hope it's not, you know, just 20 minutes of no film playing. And then they'll be like, well, th there was nothing, you know. Well, you know, if, if you get a chance, let's come up with some bank robbing plans that we could put online <laughs> for, you know, so people don't know what we'll try to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, anyway, today we're back to the more regular format where we go on Netflix and we watch a show that neither of us has really heard of. And we watched the middle 20 minutes of an episode. But today's episode is with a twist. We have the young Miss... Uh, Emily. <laughs> young yes, Miss Emily, <laughs> who is our guest speaker, our first guest speaker. Episode 7, first guest speaker. Lucky 7, yes. There we go. And uh, this is a show that Emily watches, yes? I, I do. I do watch it. I, I, I'm a little embarrassed that I watch it. <laughs> Why are you embarrassed that you watch it? All I would say is, it's like, if this was the BBC, if this was a BBC podcast, what they would say at the point, I'm so tuned into the BBC, but okay. when you said, available on Netflix, okay. I, a voice in my head said, oh, uh, other streaming uh, networks are available? There was no, because every time you say a company name, you then have to revoke and pretend that, oh, it's not the only one available. But in this circumstance, and to be fair, a few of the other episodes we've watched, there probably is nowhere else on earth to find else. these TV shows no. apart from Netflix. So yeah. you can't even say, oh, possibly you can um, watch on Amazon Prime. Yes. From what I've heard, Amazon Prime have great television. Yes. So I don't think... Well, I, I'm sure it. Hulu and Amazon carry a lot of these things as well. I'm sure none of them carry Subas, though. Oh, no. I'm not even sure Hulu is, by the way. <laughs> Hulu. Hulu's great. Yeah, but it's really fucking computer. I don't understand. Like, they've got a really weird niche going on with, like... It's like TV shows. Have you like seen the path? Now. Um, the, the path. The path on Hulu is very good show. Yeah. And is I'm that, not that just, it's an original show. And, yeah, it's an original show, and I'm not saying that because you know I played an extra on it once and got called in a couple <laughs> of times to audition, but Ooh. that's not the only reason why I'm saying that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. That's interesting. The one, the one reason I like Hulu, I've had a few free trials oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, without yeah. paying. Sure. Know. Um, is they have my guilty pleasure in life is that I'm a fan of pro wrestling. Ah, I say pro wrestling, but it makes me sound less dorky than if I say WWE. Right, um, I'd say pro wrestling makes it seem like it's a large, like sport-like thing that anyone could be into. It is, but I like WWE. Listen, don't be a ham and agger. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. So yeah. I like that, but they, it's on Hulu. It's the only place where you can see, you know, the the, the weekly TV show. Yes, you right. Can see right. It on there. Well, that's what's brilliant about Hulu, if you ask me. Yeah. So that's why it's good, and also, which is great for this for WWE, is they cut down the show. They cut it. They edit the live show. 
and they cut out all the. It's like they go through it. There's some person who cuts out all the shit, and they're like, "Well, this is shit," and they just keep in all the good bits. And it's a three-hour like the main Monday night show is three hours, and yeah. they cut it down to like an hour and a half. Well, that's they great. Cut like an hour and a half out of it. That's nice. You know, and he uh, managed to hide from me this wrestling thing. Did he? For six, seven years. Really? Yeah. Because I knew yeah. within like a day yeah. or two of chat. No, he, he hid that from me until I was in way too deep. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Talk about hook and bait. So in case any of you wonder, Emily is kind of related to young Sean because they are a <laughs> spousal couple, if you will. Yeah. But anyway, today's episode, episode seven, we are reviewing The 100. It's called the show. Mm-hmm. And we went into season two, episode two. And got to 20 middle minutes. And we're also reviewing, we went back to a couple of favorites, actually. We went back to Tommy Fox's. Yep. And got more of their delicious pub grub. And we have a double India pale ale with black tea and Meyer lemon from the elementary called No Shake. And this is an 8.5% alcohol by volume. And does it say the IBUs? Yes, of course it does. 65 IBUs. Huh. And this is a very nice pale ale. Young Sean, if you want to pour it in your glass so you can examine the colors. I've seen the color already, but uh, it is a very nice beer. Yeah, yeah no, it's very, uh, it looks like your normal IPA. It's got the nice, um, it's got a nice cloudiness. Nice haze, yeah. Which I like in my IPAs. I, I think that's, I get a little bit downhearted whenever I see a, if I see too clear uh, an IPA, uh, any beer, okay. yeah, it just makes me think of like Foster's or oh. like, you know, like my Foster's. Well, I guess that's the English version of your like, whatever your standard lager would be that's mass produced. Heineken? Because uh, n- n- it's more, it's UK, it's not an import. It's uh, Foster's is Australian. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's not really. It's not. It's not. It's not an imported beer. It's actually no. It's not. I mean, I it's made in the UK. They have uh, a, a plant in the UK. Oh, I, they have to. I think. I think it is. It's one of these weird fake things where everyone thinks it's Australian, but actually, it is. Okay, um, M. Yeah, M might end up getting a job as a PA on the show <laughs> because this is nice to have an extra person just fact checking our bullshit. The reason it I, sh- I fact check Sean's life. <laughs> This is constant. He says something ridiculous. Well, you know, I mean... Anyway, so Sean and I are reviewing the No Shade IPA from the elementary. And we've got, we've like reviewed three beers from the elementary now. Mm. And each one is just fantastic. Yeah. This is a really easy to drink beer. It's kind of high with the alcohol, which is kind of nice because it'll get you toasty warm. But it's not a heavy beer. Oh, no. It, it, it's it's a really easy, easy to drink beer, and uh, Emily is reviewing a nice glass of <laughs> tap icy tap water because Foster's may be the Australian for lager, but it is brewed in Britain. Ah, but it is an Australian brand. It is an Australian brand. Yes, but enjoy in, enjoyed by the British because in 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 the U.S., particularly in the late eighties and nineties, that's all that was on TV was Australian. Yeah. Foster's Australian for beer makers. Yeah, you you can't find Foster's in Australia really. I mean, it's there, but it's not nowhere near. You've, it's more in England than anywhere else. Well, it's kind of it's kind of like um, Beck's Beck's beer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had a German teacher in college, and she said Beck's is only like they or at that time. Bex is a beer that's like every town has their own beer. 
Mm. There's no need for you to bring beer from someplace because every town brews. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was born in Seligenstadt, which is a town of 35,000 people, which is so basically the size of Teaneck, and they had three breweries in this town. Uh-huh. Mm. And, and, and the nickname was Bierstadt, which means beer city, because there's this little town and three breweries. Yeah. So half the freaking town worked in the breweries kind of thing. But Bex was only, is like a Hanover Germany beer. Uh-huh. Like they don't drink that in Munich and they don't drink that in Berlin. Like everybody got their yeah. own thing. So I, I wonder if it's something like that. Well, that's, uh, it's a good example of that. So Foster's is just piss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just piss. It's warm piss. Oh yeah. It's, oh, and it's so because cheap. as a as a high schooler, that was a nice beer. Oh my god! Especially because it came in the oil cans, the twenty five ounce cans, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, I want an oil can. It, it it's so in England, it's so cheap generally. Like the, you get it. I mean, to be fair, it's probably gone up now. I've been here. I've been in the US. It's depressing. I mean, I've not been here that long, but I've, it's depressing of the current economy of everything. I've been here long enough. That things that I think of as being a certain price are not now that no. price. So it used to, when I was in college, used to be able to get a pint of Foster, like an English pint, uh-huh. a pint of Foster's for like two pounds, as wow. like a standard anywhere. Wow. Sometimes you get a special deal, but like one pound fifty. Okay. But generally, you could get a two pound pint of Foster's. No, I don't, you probably can't now. But no. oh, it's so cheap that stuff. But that's what you said. It's interesting you said about Bex being a Hanover thing because yeah. it's like. I'd be so disappointed if that was my local beer at Bex. Because Bex is alright in America if I've got a choice. In like America. Coors Light, Miller and Bex. Like ever Bex. since, ever since but the... German beer, like, they have so many wonderful beers. So many wonderful beers. And ever since the microbeer or microbrewing mm. that started, and it's not really micro, so many of the breweries, your Sam Adams or Boston Brewing Company, your, you know, Goose Island, all these things that used to be little operations, they're all huge now. And because of them now, the imports are these really nice German beers, mm. like Weihenstephaner and, and things Ooh, like, that, yeah, like that, which, are, you know, the, from the oldest brewery in the world, uh, you know, it, like it started in 1040, which kind of boggles the mind that the brewery is still open. It's like monks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and for our beer lesson, history lesson, but we're reviewing Young Emily Had, the bookmaker, which is steak and uh, mushrooms and onions. It should have been mm-hmm. steak <clears throat> on a garlic bread yes. with mushrooms, onions, and french fries. Yes. But I am being incredibly awkward right now, and I am doing the Whole30 cleanse. Ah, yes. So I but can, that was a good thing with Tommy Fox's, where you were able to find something. I did, and it was very good. It was steak, so I had steak without the garlic bread. Yep. With mushrooms, onions, and a baked potato. Yes. With olive oil yes. on yes. my baked potato. <laughs> and it was delicious. It was very good. Very good. And Sean, you had the nachos with the chili. I do, and I'm still eating them. They're cold. They're ice cold <laughs> at this point. They're both, you know, they're like the opposite of any natural dish you'd make. They're both soggy and ice cold. <laughs> but I'm still eating them. Because they're good. Because they're good. And I like nachos. And, I, you know, I will, I, I will have nachos. I went through a period. <laughs> I just got on a tangent here. Another tangent. I saw the Quentin Tarantino movie Death Proof. Um, for obviously I saw it when it came out, but I saw it maybe a couple of years ago again. Uh-huh. Underrated Tarantino film. I enjoyed it a lot. I liked Never it. seen it. Okay. It's good. Okay. Uh, Kurt Russell plays a crazy stunt driver, and okay. it's basically the premise is he's. Uh, He's a snake bliskin that works for Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. He's a dr- he's a stunt driver, but he's retired. Okay. But his gimmick is is that he 
entices uh, women into his car and then scares the shit out of them by driving like a maniac because the secret is he's got an indestructible car. Like the car won't die. It's all like reinforced and he gets into these crazy road races and he gets off on scaring the fuck out of people. That's what he does. Um, But there's one scene in it where he's eating nachos at a bar, some seedy guy's biker bar. Uh He's eating nachos and it had all the trimmings and he's just something about the way Kurt Russell was eating those nachos ever since then whenever I see nachos on a menu I see Kurt Russell in Death Proof and I'm like yeah if I order nachos maybe I'm a little bit closer to being <laughs> Kurt Russell in fucking Death Proof okay and that happened to me again today there you go and you know what you're kind of looking a little bit more like Kurt Russell I have to say well you uh, even got you, uh, with, the, with the baseball cap and the shirt thank you. you're starting to look a little bit like Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in Little China ooh oh yeah fucking Jack Taylor, Jack Burton, what's his name? Jack, Jack, uh, Jack Burton, Jack Burton. Oh. oh, I love that film. That's good. Who? Jack Burton. Yeah, and he played Jack a, Burton. The, he played a whole movie like John Wayne. Yeah. The, the behind the scenes story was he started doing that, and John Carpenter, who was the director of it, was like, "Are you doing John Wayne? You're doing John Wayne." That's good. Keep doing John Wayne. Yeah, that's, that's great. Great. And Kurt Russell just went with it. And that's why he like sounds like John Wayne. Oh, I've got to see that again now. I didn't realize that. Of course, that makes sense why you do that anyway. Absolutely. It reads like a Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. But anyway, so you, Nacho Supreme, delicious. Yeah. Bookmaker. Very good. Very good. And I had the Fox's Combo, which had the curly fries, buffalo wings, mozzarella sticks, and loaded uh, potato skins. And that was, I just snarfed it all up because it was delicious. I mean, can that ever go wrong? You know what, Tommy Fox's, and I mean, we had most, last time we had, I think, the sandwiches. Yep. And this time we had most of the pub grub, well, you had the sandwich. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you go there to sit and eat, and they, and they got mm. actually a proper d- dining room, not just the pub section, but they had a proper dining room on the other side. Their, like, dishes that they make, sometimes they're just, like, how is this not a four-star restaurant? It's I mean, it's really, really, really good stuff. And it's way... It's almost like I want to tell these guys and be like, guys, you don't need to do this way. <laughs> That's too much. You don't need to try this hard. Seriously. <laughs> it's a pub. You're an Irish pub. <laughs> Have you seen the people in here? <laughs> just They're just here for the fucking beer and the sports on the television. Just, but I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a really good place. If you guys haven't gone yet on our recommendation, go. Especially you, listener in Kathmandu, Nepal. I want you to get a plane flight and go to Tommy Fox's in Bergenfield, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the show we're reviewing is called The 100. Mm. Again, Emily, we said Emily has watched yeah. this show. And I, you will feel very proud about watching well, it. Well, I'm, I'm a big, I love post-apocalyptic. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Okay, fair enough. Walking Dead. My th- my I've watched everything there. Okay. Uh, do you watch the uh, what's what's the prequel? Uh, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Do you watch that? No. Because I just saw something today that I've said that the it. the new season premiere was better than the entire season last season really? of Walking Dead. No, I haven't watched it. Okay. I'm not sure why. Was this? Fear the Walking. Fear the oh. Walking Dead, which is like the pre how yes. the zombie apocalypse happened. Yeah. But I I'm so over zombified. Like I got through season one of The Walking Dead and I just haven't watched it. Oh, I but I I read his books like Station okay. Eleven. Station yeah. Eleven is a really good book. It's post-apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they they've taken a serious turn from the books too, though, haven't they? They haven't like kept on the show. They haven't really kept oh, up with the, the books. The Walking Dead, the comic. Yeah, yeah you read the comic. 
<coughs> I've read some of the comics. I, it's, yeah, it changes that. I mean, generally, it's kind of clever how they title the comics. Mm-hmm. They have a couple of characters who are entirely original who are not in the comic. However, most of the story arcs that they come across of any meaning in the show are just borrowed story arcs from different characters that have amalgamated into this new character. What's the guy, the American Javier Bardem looking like actor? I forget his name. He's Negan. Is Negan? Oh, Negan. 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 Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's it. Negan. I was thinking, I was like, why? Is that like a little like nod to Nagini from like Harry Potter? Nagini? No. Yeah, the snake, because he was kind of a badass in, the, in Harry Potter. Remember, he was killing everybody. Like when What's His Face came back. Basilisk. Well, he was really a right? boa. <laughs> but that's the biology for me. <laughs> he was a basilisk. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. He was the last Horcrux, remember? And, yeah. and what's his face? Longbottom. Uh, the long stab no, 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 no. That's, that, that's the basilisk that's from, basilisk. Uh, from the uh, Chamber of Secrets. Oh. No, Nagini wee, was the. Nerd alert, nerd alert. <laughs> yes. Nerd alert is <laughs> full blast here, yes. No, no, Nagini was a snake that followed him around through like Destiny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he killed a snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. anyway, again, tangent circle. Yeah, that's us. Anyway, the show is the 100. We watched tw- the middle 20 minutes of season two, episode two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now Emily is really here as our guest to call us out and correct us or basically tell us we're full of it or. Whatever you want to do with this. She's the You're the guest. She's the expert of the 100. She's seen... There's a lot of seasons. I think there's like four, four seasons, I yeah. think. I mean, this is, this is where I'm up to. Or where you're up to. Okay. So, the first Fair 10 enough. minutes you watched, I'd seen. The second 10 minutes, I had not. Oh, okay. So. I mean, you know, if you ask the creators, they're aiming for 100 episodes. <laughs> you, without a doubt. Yeah, that's just a... It has to be. Didn't they have... Didn't they have the what was the show the the four thousand or the one thousand or something like that? It was it was like uh, like a thousand people disappeared like in oh, UFO, yeah. so and then they come back to earth. The forty four hundred. The forty four hundred. That's I couldn't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That was good. All of these number uh, shows, named number shows, have the same thing going. This one wins by being uh, the one hundred. In that, I feel like the reason it's called the one hundred is because alphabetically it comes first before any TV show or film. That would be a good theory if it didn't have the, the definitive article in front of it, a.k.a. the. But, the, but if you go into a, I mean, I don't know what equivalent would be, but in, in England it was a HMV, which was our movie score. Blockbuster. A bit like Blockbuster. It had a little more range. But for sale, not rent. For though. sale, not rent. Okay. Um, but people would go there to buy the DVDs. So Tower Records. Tower Records. Okay, Best yeah, Buy. Yeah. People go there to buy the DVDs. A lot of deals. You get, oh, t- you know, three for $10. Sure, That's sure. something. And um, they were arranged in alphabetical order. Yes. And, and the numbers always came first. The numbers came first. And if it was a the, if the definitive answer was a the, it would, that would, it would always Yes, because they the. would, whenever they would have a the, unless it was specific, for some reason, it, it, I, I could never follow the reasoning, but it was always like, if there's a 100... Yeah. They would put 100, yeah. comma, the, the yeah. after it. Yeah. And it was just like, unless it was a noun, unless it was a band, or the album was called the something, and then that technically makes it like a pronoun, yes. and then it becomes the the, it's yes. allowed to be the first. Yes. But in this situation, the 100, it would be 100, comma, the, yes. and it would be the first thing right there. So it would be the first thing you'd see. Yes. That's how they would learn that. I mean, I don't know who's searching Netflix alphabetically, so perhaps that isn't... Maybe. 
interesting way to, to do it. But I remember there was a band um, in England called... Uh, the The? No, it was called The... It was a band called... A- there was a band called The The. Yeah, I, there was a band called A1. And that so, and they someone asked them... And they like were, a steak sauce? Yeah. And they were like, why did you call yourself A1? And they said, because we would be the first that you see on the uh, thing. And then I remember the interview saying, like, what if someone called themselves just A? <laughs> <laughs> or A0? I'd be like, well... Tough shit. Then well, they would beat us. <laughs> yeah, see, this is the problem with rock stars. Too many drugs. They don't think these things through. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, we start the episode with an older gentleman with a younger woman, mm-hmm. and they're in a restaurant, I believe it's supposed to be. And, right? Yeah, it's like a space... Space station restaurant. Space or Applebee's. Yeah, pretty much a space Applebee's. Let's call it that. <laughs> right. So, it's like, thank God it's Friday. They're at the space Applebee's. And he says, come with me. In a very va- vampire They're category. actually underground. Oh, they're underground. Yes. Yeah, so, those are the people. Am I telling you? Is this what we're doing? Well, you don't have to tell us yet. You so can I tell us just like when we come to our conclusion. And they're tell us underground. Just Okay, so, all right, so they're not, okay, okay, so they're basically a bunch of mold people. Okay, fair enough. Okay, and then, you've ruined ruined the podcast now, we know everything that's going on. (laughs) (laughs) They're underground, that was it. Well, wait a minute, and then we cut to, of all people, which I was like, he's got a job? Um, Isaiah Washington, with a little baby, and in a space station, obviously, somewhere, and he's talking, it's just the two of them, there's no one else on the space station. Oh, you sure he's in a space station? He was underground. No, no, no. He has a space station. He has a space station. And he's talking to the baby and talking about all sorts of stuff and how their ancestors destroyed the planet. My guess is the 100 is, there's like 100 people left alive or something? Is it, uh, I don't want to get in trouble again. No, 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 you're not getting, you're not, you're not in trouble. You will tell us, you at the end when we come to our conclusion, you will tell us how wrong we are. Slightly right also wrong track. Uh, okay, sure. alright, so I'm right and wrong, but yeah, I'm married too, so that, that's basically, <laughs> that I, I was still bad more than usual, because usually I'm mostly yeah. wrong, so, um, okay, so, then we go, Isaiah Washington talking, then we go to a campground somewhere, which we can only assume is Earth, because yeah. it's a forest wood somewhere, and there's a girl lying on her stomach, and it's this makeshift tent, and there's a bunch of people who just like, Horrific scars all over their faces. Mm. And then there's a bunch of military personnel. And then a bunch of extras because they have nothing better to do than to be extras because that's how, like, these movie sets work. Oh, they must have been very ugly. I didn't notice them. Uh, they were probably ugly. Like <laughs> like we've said in previous shows, my favorite dystopian future is still 3%. <laughs> Did you see that thing that I forwarded to you that, like, somebody said, like, the best show that nobody's yeah. watching is uh-huh. 3%? And the reason why I liked the 3% was because everybody was beautiful and they kept them all locked up in fucking self-storage centers. <laughs> I was like, that is the best future ever. Thank you, as an ugly person, I am so psyched about that. <laughs> Fuck all the pretty people. Screw them. Anyway, yeah. so the girl's on her back and they're about to do surgery mm-hmm. on her. She's got like a horrific bruise on her lower back. I mean, you say horrific bruise. I mean, it's a bad bruise, but it is like purple, dude. Like like Emily's shirt. So right, that's a burgundy, not purple. Sorry. It is yeah. burgundy. Yes. Well, I instantly I was confused about why they were cutting your 20 thing. I mean, I've had bruises 
before on my elbow and my knee from when I, you know, <laughs> but not on your lower spine. No one's had to cut into my bruise. Well, anyway, they were about to cut into her. Yeah, and I love the whole like pep talk. Mm-hmm. So the pep talk is like, and there's a guy there with a again jacked up face, and he's like, "You're so brave," <laughs> and she's like, "No, I'm not. You're so brave." And then it's like they're about to cut in, and she's like, "Wait," because she actually no, she wasn't saying anything first, and then yeah. she goes, "I'm scared." Well, of course you are because, you know, they're going to cut into you. And then he says, you're the strongest person there is. And they start <laughs> cutting into her. And she starts wailing like a banshee. You know, and it's just like, ah! It was like, well, I don't know how strong she is. One. Two. These things. <laughs> well, hear my reasoning. One. They're cutting into her back. Okay? Without anesthetic. Without just anesthetic. Which, in a field. Right. In the, in the freaking tank. Right. Yeah. Why is it in the future nobody... Is there, did it, nobody made booze? At least to kind of dull her senses a little bit, something? These things always bother me. It's like, where's the anesthetic? There's a, there's a guy up in space with a baby he's just chatting to, but nobody's got a fucking Tylenol on planet Earth. Nobody. Yeah, I, I mean. That, because, very easy, find a willow bark. Make some tea out of it. That's aspirin. You can do it. Come on, people. All this lore is lost. Thank we God we're recording everything. We already said this. There are no ugly people. There, this is so, <laughs> what happens when you leave just the good-looking people is that no one fucking knows this shit about bark and aspirin. That's right. Beautiful people never <laughs> have to learn anything. This is true. There's no scientists. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. So, she starts screaming in the tent. They come out to the camp. There's a bunch of military guys that are gathering around. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of extras who we think are ugly because Sean didn't notice them. And then, like, someone else is screaming, so everybody's watching, turns to the tent, because they're screaming in the tent, because the girl's getting her back cut into with a freaking exacto knife, mm-hmm. pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody's screaming out in the woods, and, like, all the soldiers are like, uh-huh, let's go investigate, because why would the woods be screaming at us? Mm-hmm. And they go to find three guys basically crucified. Yes. Right? And the then these one guy guys are hanging out in a very violent way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and 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 then the one guy, the guy in the middle, like moves his head a little bit, and the lead <laughs> soldier says, "He's alive, cut him down." He's got a giant spear sticking out of the middle of his chest, mm-hmm. and he's got like two pins through like each hand because he's crucified, yeah. and the pin through both feet. There's no painkillers. Why are you cutting him down? Leave him. Let the birds eat him. There's no. <laughs> Points to bringing this guy down. There's no painkillers. Why are you doing this? We already established this. This goes no back to our alien coven conversation of why are you trying to get this burning man out of the hole? No, let him burn in peace. Let him burn in peace, exactly. <laughs> what are you gonna do? He's gonna get out. He's gonna just be in so much pain. Not only that, a spaceship is a high oxygen environment. If he comes out of that, the whole bridge is burning. But another story. Anyway, yeah. so now <laughs> we found crucified people. Girl did surgery. Then where do we do? Oh, we went back to the tunnel people, mm-hmm. and she, and the girl. Oh no no, the girl goes with the guy uh, with the older man, and they go to basically like a morgue, and there's a doctor there, and they're looking at a body, mm-hmm. and this body is significant for whatever reason, and they turn over the body to show the girl that he's been shot with an arrow. Yes. Well, there's an exit wound, and they're like exit wounds, and she's like oh, and then they pull out the evidence drawer and show you expect to see a bullet, and it's an, an arrow head. head. Which apparently means something to people who watch the show. Yes. It does. It does mean and, something. And here's the to thing. To me, I'm just thinking, 
fucking Egypt. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're back. They're nice. Nice. <laughs> Just when we thought we got rid of them for good. This well, is what destroyed the world. Now, here's my problem with it. Again, and this is where my brain goes. So there's no painkillers. But you have this perfectly crafted arrow tip made out of, like, space-age steel that's, like, perfectly geometric. It's like... Huh. Well, there must be a sports authority somewhere for these guys to get this thing. I mean, because or a Dick's Sporting Goods store, something. I, yeah. So anyway, so we see that, and she goes back to find her other companions that are on the ground, and they were all like young, if mm-hmm. I wasn't mistaken, for whatever reason. They were. Right. Mm. And she's talking to one of the guys, and she's like, "Did somebody threaten you?" And they're kind of chatting back and forth, and they're basically deferring to her, and she's in charge now because. I guess the dude on the slab was in charge of them. No. Oh, okay. No, not even. Oh, a we missed. Bit. We missed that there was uh, Abe Lincoln was sitting on his chair as well. Yeah. No, that's that's with the pretty, the like really pretty girl who can kick mm-hmm. ass because she's you know five two and one hundred fifteen pounds, uh-huh. and she can take out a guy that's six hundred six feet and two hundred twenty pounds like yeah. in the blink of an eye. So the thing it says what's this in DC sort of thing. What's that? Yes, because right, because what you see is the Lincoln Memorial with just Lincoln with in just the chair. Lincoln on the chair, which because is very convenient. Very. Even though I'm pretty sure it's set into the wall. It, so if the whole wall is gone, what's the chance well, that just Lincoln it, in his it's chair? It's not set into the wall. It's set under the entire roof of the Lincoln Memorial. So yeah. all that stone crumbles <laughs> to nothing around Lincoln. But you know why that yeah. is? Because America. You, America. Well, no. Yeah. It's, it's because Lincoln is a vampire, as we know from Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That makes sense. So, you know. And also, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, perf- oh, I forgot my words are gone. Uh, <laughs> this beer is good. I don't want to, uh, you know, give the impression that perhaps the detail wasn't the most important part of the 100. But <laughs> the Lincoln Memorial looked a little small. I mean, it was a little spinal tap. It, to me, it, it looked a little it, bit it spinal tap. It, it was a little Stonehenge for a spinal tap. perspective trick going on. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. shot from underneath, so it looked big. I'm pretty sure the Lincoln Memorial was like, you know... 20 feet tall? It, it was about... It was about scale model. Yes, of Lincoln sitting on yes. chair. No, in the chair. Yeah. This Lincoln Memorial was. It, it, I think they found like a dummy and put him in a lazy boy, and then just stuck him in the middle of the woods somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and they just kind of painted him to match. Mm. Or he was a paper mache Lincoln, because yeah, that Lincoln was not a twenty tall, twenty foot no. tall Lincoln. And there was a lot of overdose. I mean, how long is that going to take for DC to become that jungle world? Well, not only that. Well, <laughs> you bring up a good point. Why would the plants not swallow up Lincoln? <laughs> no. I'm going to go back to Murica. Murica. Whatever's well, happened yeah, in this post apocalyptic world, it seems like the world's all good. Climate change isn't an issue because the fucking plants are thriving. They are thriving. But the forests have come back. Yes. So America's... Yeah. Some could argue that perhaps America's been made great again. <laughs> 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 that is an excellent point, my friend. That is the most excellent point <laughs> There's no politicians this side. It's been overrun with luscious green forests. So, so we find like the really pretty girl, and she's kind of has this. Um, oh, what's the model's name? The Danish one, uh, Helena Christensen. Is that it? Oh, the yeah. one from the uh, Chris Isaac video yeah, yeah, with yeah. the really like spooky, pretty eyes. Mm-hmm. She married what's his face from, uh, or she was married to. They have a kid together from The Walking Dead uh, with the with the crossbow. Oh yeah, oh, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, yes, Are yes, they have a kid together. 
they were at least. They have oh, a kid together. They have a kid together. Because he started as a model. And when you see these early pictures of him, you would not recognize him. He's, he's older than I thought he was. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably like my age. Oh, I think he was younger. I think he was like early 30s or something. No, no, no. He's in his 40s. Oh, jeez. Because, like I said, they show him, you see, like, and it's like, oh, here's his early modeling days. And it's like for high fashion magazines. You're like, who? Yeah, I'm that dude on the scooter. What? I mean, it looks because the hair is all like done up nicely, and there's not a freaking whisker on his face. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was a high fashion model when he was young. And I guess that's how they hooked up and whatever. But anyway, so pretty girl, she's with some guy, and the guy's really gruff and rough, and he's talking like this, and he's got dreadlocks. And so of course, why not Bob Marley lives in the future too? And he healed her, and she's pissed off that. Um, he says, you should better run for whatever reason. And he mentions the Reavers. Reapers. Reapers. Sorry. Reapers. Sorry. That's what it was. Mm. And, and in my mind, I translated Reavers. And I was like, isn't that a blatant ripoff off for Firefly? And that's all I could think. Nerd alert. That's okay. all I could think. But anyway. And so he healed her apparently. But like her buddy was taken for whatever reason. And mm. she's pissed about it and bashes the dude over the head with a rock like three times. Yeah. Knocks him out and then ties him up and carries it. Well, walks him back to his base camp with a knife at his throat, demanding her buddy back. Yeah. And of course, she meets the resistance and they tell him no. And uh, she says, Meet me out. And what we find out, conveniently enough, this guy that she has imprisoned is the only healer for that pack of people. Convenient. It's very convenient. And if they don't bring her friend back, she's going to slit his throat. She says, meet me at when, when it turns dark. Because apparently, again, they have people in space stations and people on the ground. There's no painkillers and there's not a single fucking watch anywhere in the future. So that's... But, you know, that's like a little bit relaxing, no pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess. It seems like a no-pressure environment. It did. It? It, did. <laughs> it did seem that way. No painkillers, no time, lots of bows and arrows and... So there's at least like four different factions, right? Yeah. There's the underground people. There's Isaiah Washington in space. Mm-hmm. There's um, uh, 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 the tribe that the dude rescued the Helena Christensen's little clone. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they called her one of the sky people. The sky people? Yes. Someone referred to her as one of the sky people. And so my guess is she's from that part of the space station, which we didn't get to that part yet. That Isaiah Washington jumped to. We'll get to the Isaiah Washington uh, jump in a second. So she's um, the soldiers. The oh, and I forgot the two guys that were tied up somewhere. And that was like, and the one guy was saying like, uh, uh, they found us out because you, you know, ratted us out. And he says, oh, uh, well, you wouldn't have said anything. You're damn right because you're better than me. You're damn right, you know. And the, the two guys just in prison that were talking, they were tied up. I have no idea where they were tied up. The more you talk, the less I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the deeper you get into it, the, the, the more I think I watched a different thing. <laughs> the power of the nachos is mighty. It is. You, was, you were too caught up in the nachos. How did you miss all of that? I've, I have no idea. I'm no. seriously impressed that you have remembered all of that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, that whole thing, that's... Please, there's the two guys, and then of course the coup de gras, if you, mm. or, or the uh, 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 
Not the coup de gras, but... I, I did notice that episode 10 of season 2 is called coup de gras. Is it really? There, there we go. That's my noticing thing. I didn't you. even see that. Of course you didn't. Of course I didn't. Nice. Go Sean. Come back strong. The quid <laughs> coming back strong. Yeah. <laughs> he never drives fast and I didn't see him besides selling the reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Isaiah Washington wants to basically jump from his space station to another space station, which is kind of across the way, but it's literally probably three miles away yeah. the door. <laughs> and he has a little baby with him. And he takes the baby mm. and he basically <laughs> grabs a giant industrial sized glad bag and he wraps up like a little like a, a what do you call it a, a sling a sling Papoose. and puts the baby in it and, and and my first thought is like there's no freaking way that he's just gonna wrap himself in a bag and jump out the freaking space station <laughs> and then he pulls out a, a actual spacesuit and i'm like oh thank god and he pulls out the spacesuit and gets in the spacesuit with the baby he touches yeah. the baby in, and he's talking nicely to the baby and of course at this time at least i'm wondering how does this guy have a job but, you know, it's Canada. Who cares? So, um, at least I think it's Canada. It might not be. But, um... He doesn't seem to have any cable connecting him to the space station. Nothing. Nothing. He just and he zips himself out. up and he pulls out a helmet. Yeah. He and just the, zips himself up. Like, there's no more advanced pressure. No. It's just a zip. A zipper. A zipper. Yeah. A yeah, pair of jeans will save you and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. A pair of jeans. No radiation. You're good. And he zips himself up with the baby inside and grabs his helmet. And, oh, lo and behold... The helmet is cracked. And he kind of rubs his finger all over it like, okay, that's good. Yeah, we're fine. And he puts the helmet on and decides... <laughs> he rubs it like, almost as if he's going through said it's like, maybe it's just a little bit of like... Just a, a scratch. Of, just a little bit rubbish. Like maybe one of these people around here was just, you know... Yes, because actually, because when he picked up the helmet, he kind of looked around like... Who did this? Who did this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. He's kind of like, who's fucking with me? Come oh, on. Come on, guys. There's nobody on the station. And he's like, who messed his helmet up? Right. Yeah. Puts the helmet on, does a countdown, and releases the latch, and basically releasing all the air from the station that he's on, shoots himself across to the other station. Yeah. Into a hole. Into a hole. A right. Which, which, the pressure that he would have been blown out at, the yeah. speed that he would have been, he would have, now in space it doesn't feel that way, or at least they tell us that, he would have been hurtling probably at like 5,000 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. And he just happens to, oh, and then he's almost there, and of course because of, you know, TV and drama, the helmet starts cracking, mm -hmm. and then it explodes. Yeah. And there's a hole, he's like, Ugh! and he catches himself with one hand. After this remarkable, just like cannon shot across <laughs> the like heavens, with the baby, with the baby tucked in yeah. him, still baby, still baby, yep, yeah, tucked in him, and he gets to the control door. He pulls himself in, slams the buttons, closes the door. The place gets repressurized. He falls down, stomach first, on the baby, onto the baby, onto the baby. And we're like, what happened to the baby? And I'm like, the baby's gonna be like. Like chunk now from, from, yeah. from not chunk, sorry, like sloth from the Goonies. This is the baby now. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is all the baby is now because it got dropped on its head too many times, and the baby's gonna be sloth. And I'm half expecting the baby to stick out of the suit and go, "Hey, you guys!" I mean, <laughs> that's all I'm expecting right now. <laughs> and of course, 
he unzips. That makes yeah. it so stupid. No baby. No baby. <laughs> no baby. And I'm half expecting the baby to go tumbling <laughs> outside the window in the atmosphere or in, in the lack of atmosphere in space. No such thing. And he's freaking out. There was a moment again where I think he had the same you guys moment when he pulled no baby, where he looked around like, wait a second. Because, right, he pulled out a towel. And I was like, how did a towel swell up your spacesuit so much? But I guess the insinuation is he's hallucinating everything. But he can still make that crazy uh, leap. Leap. Thing. Yeah. Which. Easy. Which you've seen gravity like. But you, no, I, you fly all over the place. You're, you're done. But you know what? Here's what I love about these hallucinations. How come the spacesuit is what he picked? How come he didn't pick a carrot and just like <laughs> take it to himself? <laughs> Why is there a spacesuit? I mean, you're hallucinating anyway. Who cares? I'm gonna tape a hammer to myself. It's a fucking spacesuit. And go for it. How is there a spacesuit? Yeah, you managed that, yeah. It's like, why is it a shoe polish? I mean, I don't know. It's like, oh, the spacesuit is not hallucinating. He just, he just made, he flew all the way there, just jerking off in space. <laughs> that, oh, how great would that have been if you found like an ancient dildo that the uh, ancestors used before they blew up the planet? But it's oh. like, how come? It, yeah, how come it wasn't like a Nintendo Game Boy or something? It's a spacesuit. That's okay. Yeah, he just did that for it. <laughs> Anyway, so he goes there, and all of a sudden somebody says, Dad. Yeah. And there's a young man there, obviously supposed to be his son, and he tells him how to get out of it, and he helps him stand up. Mm. And so now we're left wondering, which was real? Was it a baby? Is it a kid? Is he just stunned? Did it eat the leftover ancient peyotes that they say for medicinal purposes? Oh, it's near. He's near. This is all made up. He's crazy. He's a crazy caveman. He feels guilty. His son died uh, as a baby or in childbirth or something stupid. And he's hallucinating all this. (laughs) (laughs) Something stupid like childbirth, i.e. the woman's fault. Uh, Apparently he's been hiding that from you for a long time. Oh, this is worse than the wrestling. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so it's all fade. None of this worries. He's seen nothing and it's just all big uh, hooey. It's, and that's such a big sci-fi trope. Like that whole... I'm trying to think, there is something specifically that does the same thing and I'm trying to remember what it was. Another sci-fi thing where someone's getting guided... I mean, having all the time getting guided by someone that's not there because of their guilt about something else. Yes, yes. It, I don't know. Well, I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi being like the number one that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. With Luke. Yeah. Ben! Ben! Yeah. It's like, oh, no, Ben. Oh, here's here's Han with the, you know, uh, what's it, what, I almost said the wonton. What was Space the thing? Llama. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, the Gungan. The no, the Gungan was a... Uh, no, the Dr. Binks. Dr. Binks. I wish it was a Gungan they sliced open. I wish they sliced open that giant... <laughs> me so no likey <laughs> I even thought these things smelled bad on the outside <laughs> uh, uh, what, what were these stupid things called um, Gundar was it a Gundar, Gundar? Oh, why are we sitting here with phones and not what's the space horse that he wrote I can't believe we don't freaking ru- ru- yeah thank you Chewie Luke's useless one that just falls thank over and you dies after you know, like 10 this minutes is, this is almost as bad as like Idris Elba walking in on this conversation or something oh god yeah don't get started on this or Michael Caine 
I don't know if you you would, I don't know if you realise them, but you don't, we get a lot of famous people just walk in the door here in Birmingham Field. Oh, I'm not surprised you would say that. I mean, there's a security issue. It is. You just come straight in. Tauntaun. 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 That's what I'm thinking of going with Tauntaun. I was going to say that, and then I thought, no, these Star Wars nerds are going to laugh at me. No, no, you would have been absolutely correct. You see, we need to have M here more often because she keeps us on our toes. Yeah. (laughs) She's really excited about that idea. (laughs) I would like to say, first of all, that, that you've been very, very disrespectful to your wife. Uh, Michael, you're drunk. Leave again. <laughs> How many times? It's <laughs> so Michael came to you, all right? And I've told you this before, and I'll tell you again. I will not do nude scenes, because because when you're nude, no one's listening to the story. They're looking at your bits, right? Because everyone's looking at your bits. You lost control of the story. It's, he's it's, he's drunk. He's drunk, and he's not even he's not even alone. Oi, Michael, get out of here. Oh. Oi. Oh, uh, Idris, what? How did you get in here? I saw. I saw. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I heard a particularly funny joke before I came in here. Right? <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> and I saw the door open, and I thought I'd come in and saw you out. <laughs> well, it's very nice to meet you all. But Albert get washed. Quigley stop being a pillock and behave nicely to your wife. <laughs> wow, there seems to be a party going on in here. Ow! <laughs> oh, I heard the joke as well. Ow, it was funny. Ow! <laughs> well, what do you know? If it isn't the lunatic from the stitch. Well, good to see you walking. What the bloody hell are you doing here? Uh, um... <laughs> oh, walking. Uh, th- I think that was it. I think that was the farthest drop of water. I think he's done now. How did Sean Connery, Idris Elba, Michael Caine, and Christopher Walken? It sounds like the beginnings of a bad joke. I, I, How did I, they get in here? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's the same. It seems to be the same story every week. You Almost. The door open. They come in. They. At least none of them sound particularly right. Well, yeah, but that's because they drink a lot. That, that's, the <laughs> that's, that's the problem. That's the Tommy Foxes, probably. Probably. They're probably stumbling from Tommy Foxes. <laughs> probably. I mean, the house is within stumbling distance of Tommy Foxes. At least Billy Connolly didn't show up. So that's... No, that's... That. that's there's that. Because when Connolly shows up, the neighborhood just goes right down the tube. Yeah. No, that's true. That, that is true. So, so, so that was all right. I noticed that there were no female celebrities that came in. No. During this. No. There were no... Uh, there was no, no offerings from any females coming in or... <laughs> no, no. 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 Just, okay. just the same old guys. Just the same old guys. It's the same people keep it's coming the back. Same, yeah. Yeah. Odd. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to suggest. So, what is our conclusion for the 100 young Mr. Quigley? What do you think's going on here? Um, I think... What is going on here is, uh, as I pointed out before, is a series of um, uh, Jewish movie executives uh-huh. based on the fact that your man from uh, Grey's Anatomy is in it and he made a, a gay slur uh-huh. in the past. And as I said, it, you know, the gays aren't going to hire him, but, but the Jews will. 
That is <laughs> possibly. I wish. I wish. I wish the listeners could see the face of my wife at this moment. And you know, I even I wasn't even going to say it, but I I pushed it because I saw it coming. I saw the face. Like, he's not going to say it. He's not going to say it. He's going to say. He it. said it earlier when there weren't live microphones. The microphones. He won't it. dare say it again. It's, Why would he do it? It's all for the show. Don't worry. Yeah, it's all for. Don't worry. Oh, it's all for our high class. Crowded, yes. Well, yeah. you know what? Timbuktu. Well, I, I, I'm going to start interviewing new partners probably like by tomorrow noon. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, yeah. I think I hear Crosby's in trial. I think he might be off. Who's? I think I hear Crosby. He's in trial. He might be off in uh, Cros- Cros- Crosby. Crosby. Oh, Crosby. Crosby. <laughs> yeah, we're both he like Bing. Bing. Bing? <laughs> you mean the guy that's been dead yeah, for how long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear. Yeah, I hear he's coming. Oh, <laughs> This is just a bunch of oh, because of, because of the the, the, the tattoos and the, the facial tattoos hair and the facial and dreadlocks. It's true. It's true. And the you know, the, I and can only imagine coffee shops. And you know what? I mean, speaking of that, I this is the one thing that bothers me about the whole hipster movement. And we saw a dude yesterday, and he had the craziest beard, like almost ZZ Top kind of beard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And his hair was this like perfect little like you know Obi Cunningham coif. What's the point? It's we're, it's like we're going back to. Do you find that attractive? Oh no, not even. Not okay, even all right. So either. you're in part with my wife, Sandy. So then no. she was like, "Ew!" I mean, yeah. literally, just no. like that was the first thing out of her mouth. It's it's genuinely like people are going back and their style icons now. Instead of like Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, it's uh, the royal family. Circa nineteen. Swiss Family Robinson. It's just like King George the <laughs> Fifth. Oh, King Edward the Second. Yes. That's how everyone looks now. I, it's it's the last I, time you saw in history people. It's with these And here's the other puzzling thing, the one that gets me. So, and I mean, practice whatever fashion sense you want to practice. You're gonna grow this giant beard and then get tattoos on your neck. No one can see your tattoos because you got <laughs> a giant beard over it. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Honestly, it's 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 got to the point now where 
you can tell who the criminals are because they look pretty smart. <laughs> right, because they don't have as, as many tattoos. You're yeah. right. I, the, uh, nearby town, I saw a cop like talking to an old woman. Mm. And, you know, he's a big muscular guy, sleeves, all tattooed, and then up his neck like this. And, you know, he's got the shaved head. And you see this little old lady, and she's kind of like, you know, looking very like, wh- who is this guy? And I'm like, you know what? I don't blame her because he looks like an extra from freaking Sons of Anarchy. I mean, he really doesn't look like a cop. Yeah. And maybe that's my age coming through or something, but I'm just like, you kind of can't give up on half the population, you know, because people don't think this through. This is the, it's the short sightedness of it. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have any tattoos personally. I think we've already talked about tattoos in previous podcasts because I went off on one and around that about tattoos. Okay. However, people just don't think far ahead. It's so short sighted to get as many tattoos as people get. Yes. Because it's like I get it, and you know what? It actually looks good on a lot of people yes. to have a lot of tattoos. Yes. It's one of those things where it's like. A little or a lot. Yes. The middle ground looks weird. Someone who has like one tattoo on their arm looks good. Right. Like one tattoo like on their chest, good. Right. Bunch of tattoos, brilliant. If you have like, you know, four little tattoos on your arm, it, it, you know, it looks good. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. Once you've done, once you've got like three tattoos in one place, you're like, well, I might as well cover it all up because it looks stupid now. But the, the, <laughs> but think about the amount of people you see on like a weekly basis who have like full sleeves. Yes, it's sure. really common. Yeah, it's very common. It yeah. never used to be though. No, that would be that's full on like when, carny ooh, in like a yes. horror film. When I was thing. in college, the big thing was to get the 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 barbed wire. The barbed wire. You were like the daring dude because you got the barbed wire on your arm. Yeah, I mean that, that was it. Yeah, or a nice little heart with mum. Right. Well, you know, but that was it. <laughs> I, I actually have a story about that. There was a, a friend of mine in, in college, and, uh, well, me and my roommate, and this girl, she had a crush on him. And we're talking about tattoos, and he was like, oh, I'm not very happy about tattoos, because his sister just got a tattoo. And he was really pissed at her. He didn't talk, which I didn't realize what was going on, but he didn't talk to her because she got a tattoo. And I was just like, dude, well, get over it. What that, you know, so what? You just got a tattoo. So this girl who had a big crush on her, she said, oh, I have a tattoo. We're like, Really? You know, of course, in college, and we're young men, and we're just trying to find any excuse to get a girl to take her clothes. She's like, where's your tattoo? She said, oh, I kind of have it down here. What is it? It's a palm tree. Oh, can we see it? Drinks were had late in the evening. She goes, sure. So she kind of unbuttons her pants, and she pulls it down. And now she's trying to impress my roommate because she's got a crush on him. <laughs> but the tattoo's about this big. And, of course, back then, it was just the one color, so it's kind of green. So he looks down, and I know that she's trying to impress him, but he looks down, and without a second thought, he goes, what is that, broccoli? (laughs) 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 And her face was so crestfallen, and I was, I, I, I almost had a heart attack, I was laughing so hard, of course, and I was, no, I was like, and then I, like, felt bad for her, I'm like, it's a palm tree, you idiot, and I'm just gonna go, but I'm like, dying, because he said, what is that, broccoli, so... There you go. And then, of course, and yeah. you're right, we talked about this with mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne when they, they had the show Meet the Osbournes. Oh, yeah. And one of the radio personalities that said, like, if there was ever a public service announcement about not to get tattoos, there was Ozzy Osbourne. Because he looks like a melted candle now. <laughs> because he's all fat. Because that's the thing. If, if, if you're going to get all these tattoos, 
you are dooming yourself to either be the same size that you are when you got that <laughs> tattoo or being ridiculously skinny to get those tattoos so that when you're old, it's the same size. And it doesn't yeah. like change shape and take on new forms. And Because, you know, yeah. a goldfish looks like a freaking blue whale if you get really fat, you know, so. <laughs> it does. And you, but there's literally going to be a whole generation. There's going to be old people's homes. Yes. Of just people sitting, eating their cereal and in look like, like the somebody... recreational room with sleeves. And, and big holes. And oh, big God. Those are the big ears. holes in their ears. And they're going to have the, the haircut with the long hair and the shaped yes. sides. <laughs> yes. Because as we know from old people now, you look at them, they look the same as they did in the 40s. Yes. Because you stick with what you know. Yes. yes. And that's how everybody's going to look. It's going to be weird. And, and and the new generation of kids are going to be a bunch of freaking like yuppies. Yeah. We're from one bad, one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't understand that. Ridiculous. Anyway. Anyway. So, the 100 then. Conclusion. Obviously, everyone's fighting for a piece of the pie. I'm guessing the surface bound hippies. Are the true like free rider yo kind of like surfers? Is that true or not, young Miss Emily? No. No. Okay. No. All right. So I'm um, all for one. Um, then the other ones that perform the surgery on the girls, mm-hmm. um, they are like the leftover of whatever military was left, or they are crash. No, they're crash landed space people, aren't they? Yes. Ah. Okay. One out of two. The tunnel people are just the people that never left the planet. And they're the Dutch, because the Dutch plan on doing that already anyway, aren't they? Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yep. okay. Are they really Dutch? No. Oh, okay. No. I was gonna say. They never left. Okay, they, they never left. Hunkered down. And they hunkered down underground. See, this is sounding more and more like a... Um, this is more interesting now. You know what? This podcast is nothing. is great. To show that you know what, watch something from the first episode <laughs> at the first minute, and things are so much more interesting. So much clearer, <laughs> right? Well, but you know what? This sounds an awful lot like a Terry Brooks novel. Have you ever read Terry Brooks? Mm-hmm. The Shannara novels. They actually had this TV show, like that MTV did. Terry Brooks, basically, like the post-apocalyptic word world of Shannara was because of all the nuclear fallout. Some humans were able to survive as humans. Mm-hmm. Elves that always used to be from the beginning of time came out, but then all the nuclear whatever kind of made them lose most of their magic. So they're regular people just with pointy ears. Uh, the people that were exposed mostly to all the radiation were the trolls, particularly the rock trolls, because their skin got rough and they basically look like the thing from Fantastic Four, at least mm-hmm. that's how I imagine. The dwarves were people who went underground and stayed there for generations. And of course, they ended up being like wide and short because they're tunneling all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they had the goblins too. And I don't know what the explanation for the goblins was. They were just like up on land and just kind of didn't get as exposed or whatever. But this is start, starting to sound a little bit like that. You know, Emily, my lovely wife here, was actually <laughs> offered a free copy of the Shannara Nara Nara Chronicles on the street in New York City and she turned it down what I did yeah she turned it down because they wanted her to share something on Facebook they annoyed me someone came up to her on the street and was like would you like a free book and she was like yes and then they were like oh all you have to do is go on our Facebook page now and like our page and I can give you this free book and then immediately she was like yeah no I don't want it (laughs) yeah what even is it and the, the, the it would, if it was the original cover, 
perhaps would have been more interesting. They had the like MTV TV show yeah. cast oh, as a front cover, no. and she hates nothing more than when there's an adaptation of a of a book and they put the film or TV show as a cover of the book. You know what? Yeah, I, that, that like, kind of oh, bothers me yeah, too we'll because it's it. it's it's almost like it's disrespectful disrespectful yeah. to the original work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if you get a chance though, the, the Terry Brooks is a great writer. Alright. Maybe I should read I mean if, if, if you yeah. like if you like um and here's the thing what I like about Terry Brooks and I don't know who came first, Terry Brooks or George R. R. Martin, but the way Terry Brooks does it, if there is any crossover from one book to the other, there'll be like one character that does it. Mm. Everyone else is either too old or dead. Mm-hmm. Mm. And there's one tying character, and then even though, and it, it was actually the one character who was played by uh, I forgot Milo. Narnia was it? Was supposed to do that. C.S. Lewis was all about that. Well, all that's the true. Did that. Yes, yes, but um, his books were really. I, I really enjoyed his books, and he actually has a series of books that kind of leads up to the apocalypse and how it happens too. He's a good writer. I enjoyed his books. So. Okay. I heard today that um, George R. R. Martin is from Bayonne. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I heard that he's from Bayonne, apparently. Hmm. Well, good for him. He lives in New Mexico. Wonder why. <laughs> he looks like he's from Bayonne. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah. okay, so so we have ground people, sky people who have crashed, mm-hmm. um, the hippies, mm-hmm. and then Isaiah Washington alone in space with his spacesuit which we think was a carrot or a turnip but we're not sure and he flew yeah, across he's the got distance. cabin fever he's got cabin fever for sure <laughs> so apparently i'm guessing that's the part of the ship that broke off and crash landed and that's who they are from i'm thinking he did an alien covenant and he just woke up from super hyper sleep or something and woke up and everyone's fucking gone and he's just left up with there. his baby well he's gone crazy oh, he doesn't know what's happened to his baby some crazy shit's gone wrong and there's no one left and he's the only one up there because he survived the hypersleep but he didn't fall from the sky and he's up there on his own doing this alone man thing that's what I think what's great is this show is full of these sci-fi tropes that you hate and you've <laughs> missed most of them okay. so and you're gonna you're just gonna love it because okay. you because you, your favorite things to, to find okay okay so space people crash so the only real question then is who are the planet hippies with the one healer <laughs> yeah well the, with the with the dreadlocks and and the mad max in the woods that's that's my only who who are they who are they 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 survive. Oh, so the, oh, so there are people that stayed on the planet, like on the surface. They're called grounders. <laughs> grounders. Yep, and they right survived on the surface. So they played baseball a lot. <laughs> okay, grounders. grounders because they to left field. They spend most of their time on the ground. Yes, that's so we would be grounders. We would be grounders. Well, there's actually a whole two episodes called "We Are Grounders," part one and two, which is mm-hmm. wow. And then it ended with, we are not grounders. You know, <gasps> but we, they are. We are so much more civilized than that. Oh, we're more than just uh, grounders. Yeah. So who are the Reapers? Oh, you didn't see them. Uh, they're, they're like scary. They live underground. and We don't know exactly yet, but they seem to like that? keep prisoners alive and maybe like... Eat them? Well, we don't know. Oh, they did the, cruci- uh, the crucifying then. We, uh, we don't know. No, because they would have just taken them. There's 
like weird place. Sex ring? We think <laughs> it's probably the grounder that did the I wish, you know what, I'm definitely going to have to set up a camera just to catch these expressions. Because there was this look of trepidation and hope in Sean's face when he said, sex lines? I was for a minute, I was excited. I thought, that's what they're doing. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like first communion. Sean was very excited and trepidatious <laughs> at the same time. Okay, so the Reaper is not you should have, Reaper. You should have watched Twelve Years a Slave with me. Oh, goodness uh. me! All right, so all right, so so that's what's going on here then. What, what else? So you want to know what's actually going on? Sure. You, yeah, because okay. you'd be the first time we know. So. The 100, uh-huh. this is going to be, it's just trope after trope. Okay. You're going to love it. Okay. So basically, so 97 years ago, the world destroyed itself with, you know, nuclear bombs. Okay. And these 12 space state or 13 space stations just happened to already be in the sky. They joined together uh-huh. and formed the Ark. Uh... They're, and they're running, the Ark is running out of oxygen. Oh. So they send 100 teenagers. Why is it running out of oxygen? Because there's too many people. There's too many people. And they're reproducing at too much of a rate. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they're running out of oxygen, so they need to find out if Earth is inhabitable. So they send 100 teenagers to Earth, teenage criminals to Earth to sort of die or live. Uh, and they lived, and then they were going to run out of oxygen again. So they so send everyone ISIS. else to so Earth. Why, well, sorry, why did they send people? Why was that going to help with the oxygen? To find oxygen? Were they going to come back with no, bits of oxygen? No, and tell them if Earth was now inhabitable. So if they go down there and they all die, then, well, we're all going to die. But if they go down there and live, then they know they can go back to Earth. So what, so what you're telling me <laughs> is they sent a bunch of expendable people yeah. down to the potentially dangerous place yeah. yes. because they didn't want to put the greater good at risk. Yes. Ridley Scott should have watched the 100 before <laughs> making a new covenant. Yes, yes, is the comes back on that. Yeah, yeah so okay. so that's the premise. Then okay. you've got. So the 100 teenagers became the. Oh, the young attractive people you saw. Oh, the tunnel people. Well, no. Then they found the tunnel people who had been there since. You know, they, they from they, the get go. From the get go, they uh, have not been. So the blonde girl is one of the criminal teenagers. Yes. yes. So what the hell would you care about anybody? And also the daughter of that doctor. Oh. Okay. You know. But like all good American sci-fi, whether it be this more spacey or like The Walking Dead, no one bothers to check in on the rest of the fucking world. No, like we forget oh, no, there's an just entire very planet Earth. In the East yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happened here in America. Who cares about the fridge? Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I, I bet you anything the Germans are absolutely fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're driving around Mercedes, they're yeah. drinking Becks. Yeah, yes. They're, the, the European, they won the European Cup again yes, this year. Yes, absolutely. The Autobahn is fully intact. Yeah. yeah. Everything is fine. Yeah, everything is fine. Yeah. Never mind Russia. I want to see a post-apocalyptic thing where they go to Russia. Let's see the apocalypse try and conquer fucking Russia. 
<laughs> yeah, no, the first one turned and be done. There is no apocalypse no, here. No apocalypse Nothing here. to see here. Nothing. Move on. No. no apocalypse here. No apocalypse here. Everything is very, very nice. You can go home now. Thank you. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, and then Isaiah Washington uh-huh. was up there by himself. Because? because he had sacrificed himself for because he had to because he was all ready to go to Earth with everyone else uh-huh. and they realized no it has to be done manually uh, and he sacrificed uh, himself and got left behind to die uh, and then thought he hurt and then that that was his son who he had sent Earth with one as one of the one hundred criminals. Uh, do we know his son? That was his. Actual that was his son. Was his actual son? That wasn't an apparition. No, that well, no, it was. He was his son died. Oh, his son died on Earth, but as a teenager. And we, you saw that. Yes. And he's the same actor playing that son as he's yes. playing this. Well, that's ridiculous because how would he know what he looked like to start with? His imagination comes up with exactly how he looked. No, no he, he sent him as a teenager. Like a weeks weeks ago. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. I thought he went to work. How did he see him if he went to work? Oh my god. You're not paying attention. He's not paying. He doesn't know. pay attention. No, dude. Anything. What? Oh my god. He only sent him to Earth a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it, the brain went and did its cray cray thing. <sighs> and that's it. The first couple of episodes were awful. It was like, and it was, it was MTV. It okay. was all teenagers. Sure, sure. And then when the adults started to come into the show, it was a little better. Okay. And now it's, now it's like a guilty pleasure. It's terrible. <laughs> yes. It's terrible. Yeah, but I, I, love I, it. I fall into the same, and Annie gets mad at me because she'll watch a show with me and. She literally can't get past episode four because she'll look. It's another fucking uh, soap opera. And yeah. she'll like get up and leave. It's like, yeah. I'm not watching this anymore. Yeah. And I wanted, I was like, well, will it get better? Even though I think it's terrible, will it get better? Because I have to watch this. Because I've watched the Highlander movie, the last one, from the TV show that continued on. And it was god awful. And you think I'd turn it off like 20 minutes into the movie? <laughs> nope. I watched it all the way through. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was really close to only getting about 15 minutes into the first episode. But I and persevered. And then you got hooked. Persevered and, yeah. But see, this is how crack starts. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I know. Yeah. You, you just want to get to I'm that one I'm a Netflix file. binger, though. Oh, okay. All so right. I, I always need something to be binging. Well, you know, fair enough. Why she not? does. She, uh, she will start watching a TV show as I'm leaving the house and I'll come back and she will have <laughs> seen, all of seen the entire series. <laughs> Do you watch Archer? <sighs> Do you like James Bond at all? Mm-hmm. You're going to like Archer. All right. I'll give it a try. Archer is basically James Bond meets South Park. I watched the... You said you told me to watch Archer and I went and I watched the... Um, I watched... Three quarters, not even, I watched like seven eighths of the first episode. Okay. For some reason, I didn't finish the first episode. Okay. I don't know why. Um, oh. And I have a si- Netflix has ruined me. Okay. I have this weird thing where I can't commit to watching anything anymore. Like, I watch, I just, I forget and I don't watch the second, third, fourth. I can't, I can't do it. There's yeah. just too much options. There's too much. My brain shuts down. Yeah. I log into Netflix, I look at it and go, nope. <laughs> Something else, anything else, can't do it. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. I have a sickness yeah. that, that this makes worse. All right. Well, I mean, you've got four seasons of the 100 to try and get you out of it. I, I, I've already, 
I'm on episode 767 of Subak. Okay, well... <laughs> How am I ever... And I still don't know what's going on. Well, there are 4,000 episodes left. Yes, well... <laughs> My Turkish has got a lot better, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, all right, well, there you go, folks. That's the um, our review of the 100. Thank you, Emily, very much for Thank guesting you. today Thank and, and explaining me. the uh, rest of the show. We reviewed Tommy Fox's again with the bookmaker sandwich. Emily? Mm. Yeah, very good. Nacho Supreme with chili, Sean? It was uh, very tasty. Yeah, and I had the Fox's combo, and that was fantastic. And then we reviewed the No Shade Double India Pale Ale with Black Tea and Meyer Lemon by the Elementary Brewing Company from Hackensack. And that was, I thought... It's very nice. Very nice too. Yeah. It was very light. Um, yeah. and it was stronger, way stronger than the taste seemed like it should be. Yes. Yes. I didn't. Would not think it was eight point five. No. So, yeah. And of course, Emily, you reviewed a nice, cool glass of water. I did. I mean, if you can see, I only had about three sips. So. You did. So. No. no. So so. Not the best. Glass not the of best. Water oh, I've ever had, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, she's water. used to low dye water. So oh. Yeah. Even though we probably get it from the same, you know, reservoir. It's a glass in Oradell. Oh, it's the glass. Oh. Oh, the reservoir's in Oradell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. It's called the Oradell Reservoir. Interesting. Oh, we're really losing people now. Yeah. We told them we cut out listeners before. Now we're talking about the Oradell fucking reservoir. My God, folks! Thank you for listening to another episode of What's Going On Here, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.